Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with my good friend a rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder and fine music on this Friday Eve. Woo-hoo. A nice one out there. Oh yeah. I believe a little spot of weather is expected to push through the Magnolia State. Is that right? Uh, it's today? expected to have a Larger impact on the southern half of the Magnolia State, and uh, specifically, last I checked, along the Gulf Coast, there is a chance for severe weather. Uh, The risk for severe weather extends all the way up to about I-20, maybe a few miles north of I-20. But uh, yeah, tonight into tomorrow morning, there's a chance for some of the wet stuff, some of the wind, and maybe even some hail and possible tornadic weather although it hasn't really been pointed to a whole lot but yeah definitely want to be weather aware tonight going into tomorrow morning especially if you're in the southern half of the magnolia state gotcha well we'll be on the lookout for that it is of course a saint patrick's day right oh yeah you got your green on there uh yeah i got an undershirt okay although I'm Baptist, so I should be wearing orange, because Protestants wear orange, Catholics wear green. But when I was digging through the clothes that I have left out that aren't packed up, I couldn't find any orange. All right, wait, wait a second. Protestants wear orange. It's what I was told by an Irishman, that Catholics wear green and Protestants wear orange. <laughs> I, as the great Johnny Carson would say, I did not know that. I didn't know it till college. <laughs> Well, okay. I'm Catholic, so I got the green on. (laughs) And you have a touch of green on. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that'll that'll work. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Wow. You know, (laughs) been down at Disney a few days and thoroughly enjoyed it uh, down there. So a couple of observations that I wanted to pass on. First, the mask stuff the mandates uh at disney only for riding the bus the monorail and until this past tuesday the skyliner uh that was lifted on tuesday but still on the bus and the monorail which honestly i think is a bit silly nowhere else in the park are masks required 
my observation, of course, it's some big crowds in all the parks. I would say, just eyeballing it, I'm going to say one, in doing some extrapolation, one out of every two to 3,000 had a mask on. Just, just an eyeball, just a guess. The vast majority, no masks. I would say half of the cast members had it. All, almost all with the goofy cloth masks, which do nothing, right? They're like worthless. But the thing that astonished me more than anything, as far as the mask stuff, were of those tiny fractional few that did have masks on, the number of families that I observed where the adults did not have masks on, but the young children did. I so badly, I mean, I really almost did say, take the damn mask off the kids, will you? I mean, but you know how dumb that would be on vacation to interfere, and it took restraint. It's like cruelty to the kids. I'm serious now, like little toddlers with masks on, little Mickey Mouse masks on, and the adults without one. What's up with that? Are we are we grooming, as they say? Oh, that that means something totally different. I know it does, but I'm applying it. I'm using it to, to you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying there. I'm making an analogy here. Is it what did Adam Carolla recently call it? Like crating or something like that? I think that's the is that a term? Yeah. That's the thing, right? Yeah. So it's crating. But I did. I'm serious. I wanted to say, take the damn mask off the kids, will you? And you know what? You're outside. And the wind's blowing in this uh, this past week, 15 to 20 miles per hour, rather constantly. Uh, it's just, I, my concern is have, and look, it's their right. I, I freely respect that. I totally respect that. But are, is it a function of this brainwashing? You wonder. These poor little children, they don't know life without a mask. Is it all part of, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist whatsoever, but is there something about this crating, grooming, indoctrination? Is that what this is about? It, it, it bothered me. I, who could forget those who were around back in the 80s? Who could forget the famous Ronald Reagan speech? where he implored Russian President Mikhail Gorbachev, Mr. President, tear down this wall. I drove my wife crazy by (laughs) walking around, and every time I saw somebody with a mask, it was, Mr. Gorbachev, take off that mask. (laughs) I know, it's weird. But it's true. And, and well, you're supposed to get a little weird on vacation. Well, that's right. You are. So I'll take a little, a little, uh, um, I don't know what you want. So a little, little license, poetic license, I guess. But it, it's just crazy for the kids. Good grief. I don't know. That, enough on that rant. Overall, though, I would say it's 98% back, 99% maybe. 
to pre-pandemic environment. The big thing is the characters aren't out where you can get close to them. They haven't restored that yet. And yeah, it wasn't that long ago you had the the video that went viral of the little girl running up to hug a costumed character at one of these theme parks, and the handler came running out. No, 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 no! Oh, Stay your act six feet. Oh, and the mother was apologizing profusely, like she didn't know. She didn't oh know. gosh. The other thing I noticed is that, of course, you've got long lines into the attractions, and and I, I guess it could be it could be. Uh, argued that Disney kind of invented the concept of the zigzag of the you know the the pair the routing you through these long lines that are and keeping you occupied while you're in line. Yes, exactly, and 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 they're they're formed with um, little bollards and posts and ropes and chains and so forth. And of course, when you're doing that and you're traversing through those lines, you're you're next to people, you're close, you're shoulder to shoulder. And you're often face to face because you you move in different directions as you as you move about. But I noticed that many of the attractions, once you get closer, the last like two or three straight parallel lines that kind of feed you in and route you into the the boarding of the attraction, those had plexiglass installed. I kid you not. It's like, wait a second. We just spent the last hour face to face. With now I'm talking to my line friends like we're in prison. Because you always make line friends at a theme park. You have those <laughs> same true. people you bump into at different rides. You're like, hey, it's you again. That's very true. So you get to converse like normal at the back of the line. But you get to the front of the line, you pick up the phone and talk to the, talk to the glass. <laughs> Plexiglass. Carefully installed. It looked to me like most of it held on and attached with... Uh, like silicon caulking, you know what I mean. Oh, Some yeah. of them had like, like hooks, metal hook type attachments around the bars. I wonder if those are left over <clears throat> from when they initially reopened and had to have all the things in place, but nobody was going. I bet that's right, and I and I just I'm hoping it's they just hadn't gotten around to taking them down yet. But but here's the thing: if there's one place on the earth that you would think. If there is truly a big risk of large gatherings, one place on the earth that would produce an outbreak as a result of that, it'd be that place. Because there's thousands of all ages, and you're face-to-face for a long period of time, including inside, which is fantastic as far as I'm concerned. But I have not heard anything since they reopened. There have been, like, no reports of any... Major outbreaks or anything. Anyhow, enough on that. It's very close to back to normal, and I think it will be. Now, flying on the airplane in the TSA, what a joke. Take the damn masks off. You know, the Senate passed a bill to do so, got some Democrats to sign off. It's over in the House. Biden says he's going to veto it, though. It's okay for him and the House members not to, but you people on an airplane with the air refreshed every 23 seconds, put those masks on. We'll take a break here. Rhino entertaining us with the Irish. Richard Greenlee, owner-promoter, Ratchet Entertainment, up next. Middays will continue from the Element Well Studios. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tonight, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, low around 56. Your finally Friday, much of the same rain in the forecast, high near 74. And for your Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Tax refund? Spend it on something you really need. A set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center. With each and every Gateway Tire purchase comes free flat repairs, free rotations, free road hazard, and free tire balancing. Plus, with four locations near you, we'll make sure you and your new Kenda tires are back on the road fast. If you need mechanical repairs, visit your Jackson or Yazoo City Gateway Tire for brake work, AC tune-up, suspension service, and so much more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's do it. everyone from the Element Well Studios. It's middays on this Friday Eve. 
Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Joining us now in the Element Wealth studios, Richard Greenlee, the owner-promoter of Ratchet Entertainment Group. Good morning, Richard. Thanks for coming in. Morning, Gerard. How you doing? Well, it looks like the uh, concerts are getting cranked up. Been seeing the ads uh, on the program and, and appreciate that. Tell us what you got going on. Well, first of all, we've got a big Easter weekend coming up. We've got a couple of shows. Um, Friday night, April the 15th, is Taylor Hicks and the Delta Funk Revival. And if you remember, we've been in here a couple of times. Third yeah. time's a charm. COVID got us both times these shows were scheduled, but it's happening this Friday night. Uh, sorry, this, uh, Good Friday, April 15th, all benefiting the Children's Hospital, Friends of Children's Hospital. Cool. All right, and then what about the 16th? You got something going on I have on a show on the 16th, just announcing now. Um, a local kid, I guess, named Prentice, Prentice Fur. Um, a lot of folks have had him, local local kid, Jay, prep boy. Now he's homeschooled. Um, he is a new sensation. He, he discovered music at eight or nine years old, creates his own lyrics, writes his own beat. He's kind of... As they say, hyper pop. Um, Bill and Denise Fur, his parents are good friends of mine. They want to do a hometown show, um, and it's going to be all ages show at Howlin' Mouse on Saturday night, April sixteenth. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I know you've discussed this before, Richard. You know I've been friends for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, you, you've discussed this before on the program, but share with our audience. How'd you get into this business? You know, I've always been a super fan. This, you know, that's what I do. Some people go on golf trips and some people go skiing. I go to concerts and I love concerts and live music. And I've always been the party planner from high school and activity period, the guy that played the music out, you know, and, and, and when I was in college planning parties and after college, I always organized the big New Year's Eve party. And I love doing, I started helping Arden about five or six years ago at Arden Land. Yeah. Um, you know, help do site work, building the sites of these festivals and loved it. And, I uh, had an idea uh, to do my Twilight series out at Renaissance that we do every year. That will be announced soon. And um, COVID hit. It was a pod configuration. We just rolled the dice, and it took off like wildfire. So yeah. now I'm producing shows and music and doing a lot of things. That's awesome. It it appears, we were just talking about, uh, I was talking about my Disney trip, that things seem to be getting uh, back to normal with respect to large gatherings, concerts, of course, or large gatherings. And for a while there, we didn't have any live concerts, as you indicated, and that seems to be back in full swing. Or are you finding uh, anywhere you're you're trying to promote one and and um, organize one that you're are you running into any kind of pushback or? Not anymore. I think you know. Of course, the world's been ready for this COVID protocol to be over, and I think yeah. even all political parties are ready. That you know, it's, it's, it's over. It's done. You're lifting mass mandates. It's it's full bore. You know, for a while there, you couldn't produce a show or you know either the venue required or the artist wouldn't play and we've all been down for about two years now it's like everywhere you turn there's a show and a concert and a festival and everybody's ready to get back to work and they're i'm scared they're going to overcrowd the market here for a little bit wow Mm -hmm. wow so uh you're doing are you doing any uh, concerts any productions outside of mississippi uh yes i am doing something i've got work something working in houston um it's a benefit in houston texas for the texas heart association i have some good friends over there that had sad story. Had a, a young gentleman, their best friend, died at 45 of a 
wow. a heart condition. It's the same thing his dad did, and, and so they decided to put on a, a show every year, a festival over there, uh, to benefit him and uh, the Texas Heart Institute. So we're working hmm. on a big show down in Houston right now, Texas. So is this getting to be more common in the uh, the live concert industry, Richard, where there there's some attachment and some of the proceeds go to a charity like that? Yes, a lot of it for several reasons. One is because um, – well, for big festivals, they, they do nonprofits. It lets you retain all your earnings in the account because, you know, doing a big festival takes a lot of risk. It takes a lot of seed money every time. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, but a lot of people are doing um, doing things for benefits. Having an attachment to a benefit really motivates people to come out and spend money and do, do things. Yeah, because you, you just said earlier that uh, your concert on the 15th, yeah, would benefit the Children's Hospital. Is that right? All proceeds over the hard cost of the show go directly to Friends of Children's Hospital. And again, we've been in, in works. I built, created this band um, back in 2020. Taylor Hicks is the front man, American Idol winner, and then two other tour musicians, Jason Harrelson from Hannah Ward Pass and Patrick Smith, the Patrick Smith Band. Mm-hmm. I kind of created this group, and uh, we've been trying to do this for since April of 2020, and it's finally happening. Hmm. Tell our audience, uh, Richard, I'm sure you are aware of the history of Dooling Hall. You know, Dooling Hall, again, was the old Dooling High School um, yeah. a long time ago, and it uh, the, the auditorium was there, and then I think, you know, it was shut down for a while, and then Woodland Hills Baptist Academy was in there for a while, and then, yeah. and I think, uh, you know, Arden turned it around and, and did some work to it, and actually did a, another round of big works in the work right now, as far as his audio package and lighting, to really, it's a really seasoned, great 500 cap music halls. Really intimate. It's really awesome. Yeah. And uh, it's hard to believe because I actually want to say maybe it was an elementary school, but it, it doesn't matter. It was or a public, element, yeah. I think it was an elementary yeah. school. Dilly I think, Bears. It, I think, right, it fed Central High School mm-hmm. downtown, which is where the Department of Ed mm-hmm. is housed now. But but nonetheless, uh, and it's it's done in kind of, a, I mean, it was built, I don't know when, a long time ago, long but, time it, ago. It, but it's obviously the, the architectural theme, you can tell, is kind of from that the mm-hmm. era where all those schools sort of look almost castle-like. Mm-hmm. Just some stained glass in the, yeah. the back, doors open up, and if you remember, Taylor was in here in your uh, in your show last yeah. time, he said it's yeah. just it's seasoned it's like a seasoned okay. grill it's just it's just it has the presence of an old music hall it's, yeah. it's really awesome and but it but it's been retrofitted and and renovated to mm-hmm. to uh support music and acoustics and so forth right absolutely and i think like i said Arden's just in the process of doing a big new upgrade to all the sound and lights and tech pack and they said the show there is friday night saturday nights at hallam house okay so yeah. you can get tickets to the friday night show at ardenland.net Okay. Um, you can get tickets to the Saturday Night Show, The Prentice Show, at Hallam Miles at ctickets.us, S-E-E, tickets.us. Just search for Prentice. It'll also be on Facebook and, and Instagram as well. Got it. Uh, how are Mississippians with respect to their enthusiasm and interest in attending live concerts? Uh, they're great. They're really starved for it. You know, again, I'm, I'm born and raised in Jackson, lived here all my life. We're not Birmingham. We're not Nashville. But we, we have a good um, a good group of people that love to see live music. Uh, honestly, I don't think it's inbred in us as it is in other communities where there's different age groups going to see music four or five nights a week. Yeah. So we try to do everything on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it seems like every time you do these deals, you have great attendance. We do. And, that, again, I, I, I love to – I'm a natural salesman. I love to market. That's yeah. what I'm here talking to about is, is yeah. getting getting the word. The main thing is just getting the word out there. Uh, and as you know, 20 years ago, there was newspapers and billboards and advertisements. Now there's a plethora of different fragmented people on Facebook and Instagram, and there's no publication. Excellent you just got to get it out there as best you can. 
The, uh, do you have anything coming up uh, planning something at, at the Renaissance at that new area? Yes, twilight season this year. We're getting a little later start. We have a, a good a good uh, summer and fall um, plan. I've got offers out to three or four bands. We're going to do four shows out there um, at Renaissance. Continue our twilight series. That's it's, in Ridgeland. It's in Ridgeland. It's a big, you know, table seated and pod configuration. Even without COVID, people like their. 10 by 10 square of grass, and it's a beautiful venue, as you know, and we're going to do four shows out there. We should have announcements pretty soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, right over there by the Seaspire building mm-hmm. in, in the background there. So Right in front of Seaspire and uh, Butler Snow, and then yeah. it's right there in the big green, the concert green out in front of Kate Restaurant. It, it's well done. I mean, that seems like a pretty good setup. Did, was that um, sort of designed with the possibility of hosting and serving as a concert venue? Do you know when they did that? No. Actually, that grass pad was designed to have another building out there. Um, oh, okay. And, and they're still, you know, long run. You know, Andrew Matisse says there's still long-term plans okay. to, to put a building out there. But right now, it's a beautiful concert venue, and it's great. And we plan on doing a series this year and at least next year out there as well. Yeah. So. All right, so do you have uh, any other artists that you're working with you're trying to get going that you can share with us? Not at this point. I've got offers out. Um, you know, again, because this industry right now is so packed, it's 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 hard to find artists because everybody's working. Everybody announced their spring tours back in Thanksgiving. And, we, you know, I, I'm doing shows on Saturday, so I'm trying to pick, you know, opposite of Ole Miss or state baseball weekends or home games, football. I've got to pick. I only have, like, ten de- possible dates and trying to find the bands I want. On those ten Saturdays, so it's it's a, little, it's a little work getting getting them in here, but we've we've got we should have some announcements pretty soon. Yeah, well that's that's interesting. Uh, do you do you work at all, uh, Richard? Do you, do you collaborate with any other promoters in the industry? Um, everybody works together, but you know here in our, our market, you know Arden's been here for yeah a while, and so he and I have worked together quite a bit. Um, I'm doing some stuff in Houston, um, Texas, with some local venue people down there, and I've talked to people over in Birmingham where. My, my son lives. I live there yeah. quite a bit. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Well, congratulations on all your success. And uh, it's it's good to see folks getting back to this. And, and really, thank you for bringing these great concerts to the Magnolia State. Yeah, you got a Appreciate great weekend that. Friday, Saturday night. You don't want to miss either one of them. Appreciate that. Richard Greenlee, owner-promoter, Ratchet Entertainment Group, has been our guest talking about concerts he's bringing to the Magnolia State. We'll take a break right here on Middays from the Element Well Studios. We'll be right back. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. The best-made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Calloway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Teachers say it's long overdue. After months of debate, lawmakers came to an agreement on a teacher pay raise bill Wednesday. It'll raise base salaries by more than 5000 bringing their pay above the national average. They also included a set of milestone raises aimed at retaining good teachers. Each chamber needs to vote on the report before it can be sent to the governor for his signature. They're gaveling in at this hour. Senator Roger Wicker says President Vladimir Zelensky's powerful message to Congress is a reminder that Vladimir Putin is a war criminal who will continue to kill innocents until he's stopped. Bring the water in to civilians who are dying of thirst in these cities that are being blocked. Bring the food in. Airlift the innocent civilians to keep them from being killed. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFDINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate you joining us today. On the ceasefire text line, the whole mass thing was a hoax for two years. You're just now getting on board. Do a little research. Don't believe the mainstream media. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, I, I always wondered and questioned. What I really questioned was the don't-touch-surfaces stuff, because even my doctor friends were, oh, my gosh, don't touch the rakes and hand those off at the golf course. What changed my mind, and I I believe this happened, I want to say it was in the May or June time frame of 2020. I, I can still remember this vividly, Rhino. Somebody from one of the National Institutes of Health or... CDC, I don't know, one of those government agencies. Do you recall when he stood in front of the world, essentially, at one of the pressers and did a, 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 uh, presented a long analysis of the half-life of the, the COVID virus and all these various scenarios and situations? And that absolutely convinced me at, the, at that point that something's run amok here. But I remember distinctly, like a fraction of a second or something like that, for the virus to survive in ultraviolet ray, meaning outside. That was the point. Right. Like virtually no chance of of spread outside. 
And then it was the surfaces, like, oh yeah, it it would uh, it could survive for like a tiny fraction of a second, right? And I and I may be wrong a little bit, but no, I don't think I'm far off here. It's okay. I know we have mail carriers listening. It's okay. We won't tell on you. But if you happen to take a picture of some of these crazy signs people were putting out back then. Please leave the packages at the end of the... St- and make sure to sterilize them and wear gloves. Well, I saw pictures on the internet where people had, had printed out and laminated instructions for mail carriers to handle their packages so that they wouldn't catch the COVID from their package. Yeah. Remember the run on all the Lysol and stuff. You couldn't get disinfectant at the stores because we were running around spraying every box that came from Amazon. And you know something else? You don't hear a great deal that you did then was was uh, washing your hands. Go wash your hands 40 times a day and warm water. It had a protocol. Like Sing a, happy birthday to yourself right, two times. that's what it was. Uh, and then it's don't shake hands. And Fauci said, we're never shaking hands again. We should just con- discontinue that practice. Learn how to elbow bump and bow. Yeah, remember even in our legislature when they when they adjourned for for in-person live session and they went back to their offices or wherever they go they zoomed in and I want to say there was photos of members of the legislature that were elbow bumping as they were adjourning uh so yeah I mean so I I understand the science of all and you learn things and and so things change protocols change recommendations change guidance changes as a result of that but I do recall that on the social distancing stuff, that that somehow came from some ancient study that had nothing to do with this, and there was, I don't know, some some of that was called into question, as I recall. You don't see or hear a lot about that, do you, anymore? It's kind of like the last remnant, the final remnant is masks, and th- and those are... Pretty much those restrictions are going away. Uh, the only one that I'm aware of at the federal level, because all the federal buildings are now, they've lifted them, I believe, all the agencies have. I know the Capitol has. I want to say all the agencies have. They said they also said you got to go back to work, to the office, ordered them back. But it's TSA. They're like the last one to hang on. And on an airplane, which is totally silly, if there's one place you that it really is of, of zero effect and value, it's on an airplane. That, that's been proven. So, I don't know. I, I agree. Uh, the CDC even admits this. Well, what they've admitted, that's from the same list. It's not, it's not actually accurate. What the CDC has admitted is that cloth masks are totally uh, useless. They have said that. Uh, actually, I want to say, Rhino, that maybe the guidance is... 10 to 15 percent effectiveness or some very low, almost immaterial amount. And so they've recommended you got to all wear N95 and KN95s. Well, the assertion here is that SARS-CoV-19 has never been isolated in a lab, except that's simply false. That's not true. How would they have the entire genome mapped if it's never been isolated in a lab? Yeah, that's, that's been done by three or four different labs. That's absolutely true. And there's still a lot of debate as to the, the origins, and I, I did see uh, 
in in one of the medical journals. I saw I read a long report that honestly most of which was over my head because it gets into all all sorts of how we study and isolate bacteria and viruses and stuff like that. But it, bottom line is it it had actually lots of uh, rationale and support against the theory that it came from man-made out of a lab and more in favor of the uh, the theory that it originated in a, in a live market. I, I just don't know, honestly. There, there's lots of evidence pointing to both. And that's the problem is China has spent the last two years obfuscating the truth and uh, won't cooperate. Likely will never drill down and know the exact truth. To the point where it's totally irrefutable and it's just categorical. I agree. Also do remember President Trump did offer help early on. And you knew something was up when they said no. Now, that could just be uh, more more just political posturing and, and unwillingness to accept that, that that might show weakness, which I think would not do well right in that culture and, and with uh, Jinping. But they don't care. But, you know, that's more important than saving people's lives, unfortunately. That's why they got 50 million citizens locked up right now in quarantine. Yeah, agree. Because And you, you saw that they've shut down a lot of the industrial areas, including a major supplier of some components that go into Apple's products because they're experiencing outbreaks again. And they, they've got their own homemade Chinese-based vaccines that apparently are, don't work. At least so, the ones they shipped around the world didn't seem to work. Clearly didn't work, right. Anyhow, enough on that. Uh, the uh, the Congress, though, they've been busy this week. Our, our state house has as well. By the way, we, we've got uh, Gordon Fellows coming up, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association at 11.05, and Senator Daniel Sparks at 12.05. So we'll, we'll do a rundown of all of the activity at the state capitol with uh, Senator Sparks and Talk about this tax legislation that's uh, still alive, and we have two versions now, two new versions in both chambers, and we'll we'll go through that and all the other stuff happening uh, down there at the Capitol. And uh, with uh, Mr. Fellows from the, uh, the Mississippi Bankers Association, we're going to talk about this Bank Plus little hiccup they had a few weeks ago where their customers were unable to, to use the online tools to access their accounts. didn't last very long, but it... it uh, Scared a lot of people. Oh yeah, uh, understand. Savings so. account with your life savings in it, and you go to check the balance, and it says zero. Zero. Yeah, that's so a heart attack moment. That's a problem. We'll talk about. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to discuss that with Mr. Fellows, and we're we're also going to kind of break down Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's remarks yesterday. When I returned, I, I did tune in to the business news, and uh, I, I did uh, listen to Mr. Powell's remarks in their entirety. Oh, that's really uh, entertaining. About an hour and a half he spoke, seems like, and then also tuned in for the Q&A session, which is nothing but a who can out-acronym the other one for the most part. You really need to have your glossary of uh, financial terms next to you when you're listening to the Q&A. But he raised rates by a quarter point. You guys know that. And he announced a more rate raising. But the Congress has been busy. When we come back, a, a very important piece of legislation that's making its way through the Congress, the Crown Act. 
Now, you folks may think we need to be the Congress to be concerned about our economic conditions, inflation, the price of gas, the border, crime, Ukraine. No! No! The Crown Act. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll unravel the acronym <laughs> for you and talk about uh, that legislation a bit when we come back on Middays from the Element Wealth Studios. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is the opening agri-market report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was up 173 to 121.53. July cotton was up 150 to 117.50. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 23 and a quarter to 16.72 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were up 20 and three quarters to 1646 and three quarters per bushel. May corn was up 21 and a half to 751 and a half per bushel. July corn was up 19 cents to 7.16 per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up 40 to 135.92. August live cattle was up 20 to 136.70. May feeders down 107 to 166.20. August feeders down 82 to 179.55. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 21 points, 34,085. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. 
When you're spraying dicamba, you need it to be effective, but you also need it to be convenient. That's why Loveland Products create a new Delta Complete, available exclusively at Nutrient Solutions. Delta Complete offers both a DRA and VRA, plus water conditioning, a D-foam package, and a molybdenum inclusion to aid nitrogen uptake. It's the complete one-jug solution that's completely convenient, too. Ask your Nutrient Ag Solutions crop consultant about new Delta Complete. Always read and follow local guidelines and label requirements. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey, Bob. You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know, man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law, and it's just the right thing to do. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. How do you catch a leprechaun? So so you leave the cage open, okay. and then uh, we might have to shoot one. <laughs> shoot a leprechaun? No, a bird. What? what so the, is the bird going to catch the leprechaun? I'm confused. So we're not going to catch a bird, just a leprechaun. Okay. So when the leprechaun comes, we'll leave the cage open. Mm-hmm. Then when it goes in there, we'll close it up, and then it'll stay in there. How do we get the leprechaun yeah, to the, the cage? Bait? How do we get that in? So... The bait is we give them food and then... Yeah, but what do they eat? What kind of food? Oh, uh, uh, dirt. For they, the clothes? They never <gasps> eat ice cubes. Back with you in the Element Well Studios. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi. So, you think those folks up there in the Congress ought to be concerned about these more pressing matters? Rampant, spiraling, out-of-control inflation. Price at the pump, out of sight. Border chaos, still going on. Nobody's talking a lot about that because they're focused on their pocketbook, understandably so. Hits them in the face every day. Crime, still a big problem. The situation in Ukraine obviously requires continuous attention. But what does the Congress do? They're working on the Crown Act. I kid you not. By the way, (sighs) the crown, the crown, I have a hard time getting it out. Create a respectful and open world for natural hair. Crown Act. You see where they, what they did there, right? And this would, should it pass, would ensure protection against race-based hair discrimination. 
that is what the bill would accomplish, would enact. We are one step closer to ending hashtag hair discrimination nationwide. <laughs> there, there is a Twitter account. I know you're interested in this one, Rhino. It's called the Crown Act, of course. H.R. 5309 just passed, in all caps, the House of U.S. Representatives, the Crown Act tweeted. And there, there's a little crown icon in the tweet. <laughs> That's a true story. So, uh, anyhow, this is, uh, this is a big deal now. Louisiana Representative Cedric Richmond and the Congressional Black Caucus, they've been leading the charge on this. And California Rep. Barbara Lee, she chimed in as well. So this actually passed a couple of years ago in the House. It's kind of a, a – it didn't go anywhere. It's a new version. Yeah, it got started in California. That's right. I mean, Several states actually have enacted – it's not like this is a generations-long fight. It got started in California with a grassroots effort in the way-back year of 2019. Exactly. Representative uh, Barbara Lee says, Today, this is when they passed a couple years ago, the House passed uh, my bill to prohibit natural hair discrimination. No one should feel forced to change their natural hair. I've been rocking my crown for decades, and everybody should feel empowered to rock theirs, too. (laughs) Oh, jeez. What am I missing? I was not aware that people were being discriminated against because of their hair. Am I missing something there? Do you know any examples? Uh, yeah, there have been probably a dozen examples that have reached national prominence in the last decade or so where somebody applied for a job or a position or housing or to go to a certain school or be in a certain fraternity or whatever. And part of the rules that were set in front of them for their employment or their acceptance into a club or whatever it was, they had to look a certain way. Had to be well-groomed or have a... I think one of them was even, you have to part your hair on the left side or some goofy thing like that. And it it was in the rules, and they brought it up as, hey, this is against my First Amendment rights of free expression. You see, But the the fact that it, it went from a First Amendment issue... Which I think most people would get behind and go, yeah, that's kind of silly. If if there's nothing wrong with the situation, why are you pushing it? Right. But then race got injected into it. Of course. Because that's like the jackpot. That's the lottery now. I, I do we need a federal law for this? I mean, I. You see, the problem is, what's next though? If somebody says I want to come to work butt naked, they can just do that. And you have to hire them? I mean, I'm being serious. You see where it's going. we got to take a break here for Super Talk News and Fox News. Gordon Fellows, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, up next in the Element Wealth Studios. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. 
I'm Lillian Wu. The White House getting a new so-called COVID czar as Jeff Zients steps down next month. Zients has led the White House COVID response team since last January, managing the effort for distribution of vaccines, tests, and treatments. In a statement, President Biden named the dean of Brown University School of Public Health. Dr. Ashish Jha is the incoming COVID response coordinator. Fox's Jared Halpern. Devastation at an Indiana Walmart distribution center. Fire crews from multiple agencies still on scene in Plainfield, southwest of Indianapolis, battling hot spots at a massive Walmart distribution center that caught fire around noon Wednesday, sending huge flames and plumes of black smoke skyward, and that's still burning. Right now, we have no idea why it made what may have started this? Um, no reason to believe it's suspicious or anything. Plainfield Fire Chief Brent Anderson, we're told no injuries. Get ready for Trustmark College Baseball April 5th as Ole Miss challenges the University of Southern Mississippi. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com at the Trustmark Park box office. Enjoy fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now for both games of the Trustmark College Baseball Series. Trustmark College Baseball featuring Ole Miss versus the University of Southern Mississippi April 5th. And then on April 26th, the Governor's Cup with Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. A Spectrum Event Production. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Thousands of patients at Mississippi's largest hospital could be forced to pay more out of pocket if an agreement with Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi isn't reached before March 31st deadline. Vice Chancellor of Health Affairs and Dean of School of Medicine at UMMC, Dr. Luann Woodward, explains. We are just asking to be paid what not even what academic medical centers in other states are paid. We are not shooting for that. We are not trying to get to that level. We are actually just asking for a large increase because we have been grossly underpaid for years. And, and you know, it is just the moment in time when the contract is due to expire. We've actually already yep. extended it once. But this is the time when we have to say this is not right. For full details, log on to supertalk.fm. How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director at the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency works to help those we serve prepare for today and also plan for the future. One way we do that is through the Mississippi ABLE program. This program provides the opportunity for individuals with disabilities to invest their money in tax-advantaged accounts without the fear of losing public benefits. You can learn more or sign up by visiting MississippiABLE.com. That's MississippiABLE.com. 
Lawmakers in both chambers passed resolutions condemning Russia's invasion of Ukraine Wednesday. The resolutions call for cutting ties with Russia. The Senate's resolution prohibits distribution or storage of alcohol from Russia and investing in Russian assets through the retirement system. The House resolution is similar, but it goes a bit further, calling President Vladimir Putin a dictator. A copy of whichever resolution is approved by the full legislature will be sent to President Biden as well as the Ukrainian ambassador to the United States. An over $1 million grant has been awarded to Mississippi State from the Appalachian Regional Commission through its power initiative. It'll aid in broadening virtual reality workforce training in five East Mississippi counties. More than 10,000 youth are expected to be reached over three years with help from this grant. For more info, you can log on to supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Power outages are a detriment to workplace efficiency and production. A Taylor Power standby generator can provide instant protection from those power outages. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your business. That's 601-932-5674. Hey folks, Steve Azar, thrilled to announce our second annual Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival on the farm in Leland, Mississippi at the very cool Janet Dunley. April 8th and April 9th, I'll be bringing in over a dozen of my hit songwriting pals from Music City, telling the stories behind the hits. We'll have the food trucks, you bring the blankets and the lawn chairs, and kids under 12 are free. If you haven't ever seen or heard a songwriter bear their heart and soul, well then you haven't heard the hit song at all. Go to Mockingbird2022.eventbrite.com Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. We are back. The Element Well Studios, Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. On this St. Patrick's Day, Rhino's got a little bit of green on. I got uh, kind of a green tie, a little bit of green in the jacket here. But we've got our good friend Gordon uh, Fellows, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, He's joining us now. I see it. Hey, Gordon, how you doing, man? Gerard, how are you? Thanks for having me. You bet. Absolutely. Uh Let's uh, let's start out, if you don't mind. What did you think about Fed Chairman Powell's remarks yesterday? Well, let me let me back up from that real quick and say something else about yesterday too. So this is my first time on with you, I think, since PPP, and yeah. um, we had one of our bankers yesterday, Robbie Barnes, who's the CEO of Priority One Bank, testify to Congress, the Small Business Committee, yesterday, uh, and he was asked to testify in large part because. The community banks in Mississippi did such a good job of distributing PPP loans all across the spectrum. So uh, that was awesome. nice to have awesome. a, uh, a Mississippi banker get called to Congress to talk about uh, the smallest of small businesses getting help. That was great. So, and Robbie did a great job. 
Um, Chairman Powell's remarks, I hadn't had time to read them all the way through. I normally like to, to watch all that, but certainly I think we all expect a number of, uh, of rate hikes over the coming months. And um, uh, it seems like they're going to do everything they can to rein in inflation at the Fed, which is which is good because it's uh, it's certainly out there and it's a real thing. So um, we'll, we'll see how what steps they take. There was actually a, uh, a one of the Federal Reserve governors was in Jackson two weeks ago, uh, Michelle Bowman, who's was one of the governors on the board. And we had some really productive conversations with her. Um, the, the state bank regulator brought her in and um, they, they're really focused on it. And I think they're taking they're taking every step they can think of, I think. Yeah, he, he of course the uh, Fed uh, raised the the Fed funds rate by a quarter point yesterday. Some economists uh, a short month or so ago were expecting 50 basis points. We ended up with 25. He did announce uh, yeah. to expect six more for the rest of the year uh with a target being around 2% for the Fed funds rate, which is still very low of course. And then he said expect three or four more into 2023. Mm-hmm. Their target uh, of course the Fed has two uh, major goals and that's uh, uh optimization of employment and uh, monetary stability and, and price stability in particular. And he said their goal was to get inflation uh, in the 2.5% range by the end of the year. That 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 sounds uh, awfully aggressive uh, to me based on where we yeah. are right now, uh, especially with uh, some more PPI data coming in showing that's continuing to rise. But th- So that was the guidance. I happened to tune in and, and watched it, but more importantly, Side by side, I was watching the market in the intraday uh, chart. It it absolutely tanked when he started talking for the first few minutes, and then it made this incredible run up toward the end and closed quite high, mainly because he said, "Gordon, this is what I'll, I'll be quiet and let you let you talk." He said, "I just don't think we are are poised for a recession." And there have been some economists the last, mm-hmm. as you guys know, the last couple of months that have said. We may actually see negative GDP this quarter and continue that into next quarter, which would, of course, uh, constitute a, a recession. He said no. He said the, he, all his data suggests that the economy is in good shape, that demand will remain strong, that these rate hikes uh, won't uh, really cause any major downturn in economic activity. And that the, that charmed the market, as they say. <laughs> Investors jumped all mm-hmm. over that. What what do you remember saying? You got mortgage rates first time since nineteen over four percent today is the report in the Wall Street Journal. Um, are the days, uh, according to your members, of the days of, of cheap money over? What do you think? I don't I don't think they're over yet, but but there's definitely going to be increases. Um, and you know, from from one perspective, that's not a bad thing. That the rates have been so low for so long. Yeah, uh, it's probably time to see some increases. We we probably kind of held them down uh, to below where they would be in a, in a, in a less controlled environment. So uh, maybe that gets us a little more economic normalcy if they kind of start to float up a little bit. So, yeah. um, but I don't know that uh, I don't I, I don't know that there's going to be a decline in a whole lot of economic activity right now because of it either. You know, and you mentioned inflation too, and I, I think maybe I'm really here to talk more about cyber, but um, you know global conflicts tend to drive inflation too so uh, you know I, I think they're being smart to get aggressive about yeah. it because I, 
I worry about what might happen as the stuff in Eastern Europe continues to develop that might drive a little more inflation, too. It might be another contributing factor. Yeah. Well, appreciate that. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again. You'll, you'll break all that down and dig into that. And as, as I know your members are busy uh, trying to filter through those remarks as well that were a bit confusing. But uh, on the subject, certainly, of, uh, of cyber and, and of security of digital assets, uh, you know, it it's never ends. It's it's a 724 right. endeavor, and, and the mistake, I, I you know, certainly from knowing and being in that business, uh, there are a lot of a lot of organizations that think, okay, well, I've made my investment and I've implemented some some safeguards in some systems. I kind of can wash my hands and I'm done with it. The the reality is, you're never done with it. You've got to be vigilant 24 hours a day. We've got all kinds of threats now and a lot of buzz about more threats coming out of Russia who are uh, quite mm-hmm. proficient in launching uh, cyber attacks. A lot of concerns there, a lot of concerns that Trojan horses have been planted and they're just waiting to activate them. But perhaps the 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 pool of information that, that concerns people the most is their financial information and, of course, their health information with respect to a breach. So it is incumbent upon your members uh, to, to really ensure that their systems are, are protected, but it's a never-ending endeavor. We had an example not too long ago from one of your members. We talked about it uh, to tease this segment, Bank Plus. Had a little hiccup. Mm-hmm. Catch us up on, on what's going on there. Right. And so important clarification on the Bank Plus piece. That was not a cyber event. That was not a hacking event. That was not malicious. That was a normal course of business software update. Um, And and I don't speak for that bank, uh, but as I understand it, uh, one of the vendors lost their accreditation in the middle of running the update. And so the system froze up for about 80 minutes. Uh, it was a nationwide thing. It impacted about 60 banks around the country. And, and after an hour and a half, you know, it was fixed. And, and nobody ever lost any funds. Okay. They, it just kind of looked frozen on their their account. So not a cyber event. Thank not you for hack. that clarification, Gordon. Uh, Appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Totally understand. Right. Pa- but part two, of the upgrade cycle yeah, those, happens. That's right. Yeah. And, and you know more about that than I ever will um, from, from your from your uh, from your real life world. So. Um, but it, uh, those things do happen. It's kind of like when the um, the GPS tells you to turn left and there's a lake there, not a that's, road on the left turn. Right. Right. So, so sometimes analogy. they happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the but the broader point of cybersecurity is is, is a real one, and, and we're certainly in. I was in DC part of the American Bankers Association meeting, and we met with uh, the deputy director of CISA. And if you're not familiar with CISA, it's, it's a new federal agency that, that President Trump established in 2018, the Critical Infrastructure Security Administration, it's yeah. part of Homeland. Uh, and the deputy director said the same thing you just said, right? He said to the to the thousand bankers in the room, "Look, you guys are the gold standard. Your industry has invested more in cybersecurity than anybody else that we consider critical in infrastructure. You have the highest return on investment." as measurable across all the different sort of sectors of, of, of infrastructure and the economy, but don't get complacent. That was his message, right? But you're, you're, everything's going to be targeted. Don't, don't get complacent. Um, continue to invest, continue to focus, continue to tighten up. And that's exactly what, what banks are doing. So CISA has um, instituted what they call their shields up um, program. And that is uh, designed to allow 
all sorts of private sector places to interface with each other and, and share news on, you know, potential risk and threats that they may see pinging around in their systems. Um, and, and we're engaged in that. We've shared information about that with, um, with our members. One thing that I think it's critical for, um, consumers in Mississippi to remember, right? Um, banks are regulated on, on cyber, right? They're, they're tested against it all the time. Um, we talk about regulation a lot, Gerard, and how banks get overregulated sometimes. This is an example of good regulation. It helps banks prepare for when there might be trouble. Um, and so, you know, certainly risks are high now, but the preparations have been, been made for years, right, in case these kind of things happen. Um, and, uh, and on top of that, right, there's still FDIC insurance, right? So, so the systems are as protected in the banking industry as, as anywhere else in the country. Uh, and, and then the money is safe because there's the insurance fund behind it. So yeah. um, I'd much rather have my money in a bank right now than, than anywhere else. Right? Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of security there that, that doesn't exist in other products. Well, it, it's, uh, it makes sense to have a standard set of regulations that everybody adheres to. That's the major, mm-hmm. but we all benefit from that when, when that's kind of handed down like that and, and established at a central level. That's where it is good. I agree with you on that. Uh, Gordon, you want to hang around through the break? I wanted to ask you about sure. ESG. Would you Would you like? Can you talk about that? Kind of what's on the horizon there? Sure, absolutely. All right, Gordon yeah. Fellows, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, is our guest on Middays. We'll be right back. March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march into spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazda of Jackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? 
Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, I see what you did there. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. Uh, we are back in the middays, on middays in the Element Well Studios on this. Friday Eve. We've got Gordon Fellows, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, on. So uh, a couple of developments uh, with respect to ESG, and, and uh, I'll let you describe it, if you would, uh, Gordon, what ESG is to our audience. Yeah. So one other thing on cyber, real oh, yeah. quick. Sure, so, please. Uh, we've tweeted uh, today on our account uh, a quiz that individuals can take to help them assess their personal awareness. Uh, it's, it's called the Bankers Never Ask That Quiz, right? So uh, if, if you, uh, I think right now to make sure everybody's staying safe, everybody needs to make sure they're taking personal responsibility for protecting their own uh, connections into their networks, right? So. I encourage everybody to take that quiz. Make sure you're familiar with uh, what may be a phishing scam, what may be a malware coming at you. Um, and and uh, part of those banks are uh, used as, as a way to try to trick people into uh, clicking stuff. So take that uh, quiz. If, if make sure you're safe. I got a I got a text yesterday asking me to invest in Hershey's chocolate. That wasn't real, you know. Uh, and I deleted it immediately and deleted the number. Um, so. Just be careful. There, 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 there are a lot of people out there that are sort of probing right now and, and looking for individuals that connect, uh, that create weaknesses in, into the network. So wow. everybody needs to be aware of that and sort of take a look at that quiz. Wow. Um, Interesting. ESG. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's fine. Go ahead, please. ESG. Okay. Yeah. So ESG is um, uh, it, it's it's a sort of bucket of environmental and social governance collected information that, that private companies use to um, uh, present to investors traditionally. And, and now some of that uh, environmental piece is beginning to, to work its way into policy discussions. Um, and there have been some talk in Washington about, you know, how, to, how, how do banks need to consider climate risk for instance, as, as, a, as, as maybe a potential economic risk and how do they need to 
uh, think about energy companies and, and other folks uh, as it relates to potential uh, credit risk that, that may come with, with those types of businesses. Um, you know, the, the kind of get all the way down the road on that, you know, what, what concerns me is that that could become a, uh, a way for politics to influence business decisions when it really shouldn't, right? Yeah. A business, a bank's a private business. The businesses that are, that are in, in this case, in the energy business are private businesses. And the bank feels like they need to provide financial services, loan money uh, to an energy company, then they should have the ability to do that. At the same time, if the bank feels like, yeah, we really need to, to shrink our energy portfolio here, we're too over-indexed in, in one one company, the bank ought to have the ability to do that too, right? The businesses do best when they're not forced to make decisions by the government, right? Like, let let the private sector work. Uh, that That's kind of where, where this is. So you kind of saw that play out this week, specifically in, in one of the Fed nominations. Um, um, Sarah Bloom Raskin was nominated by President Biden to be a, a Fed governor, um, the the Republicans in the Senate got really hung up on her, driven some of the stuff she said in the past about the role the financial sector has, and um, uh, the, specifically in the energy industry. But this whole thing happened before in the Obama administration. It was about gun dealers, right? There was this thing called Operation Choke Point, yeah. Uh, and the Department of Justice tried to force banks out of. Uh, out of the gun manufacturer, you know, quit, quit providing services to gun manufacturers and to gun retailers. And, you know, we push back pretty hard on that. We're, we're, we're kind of saying now as an industry, look, you know, regulators don't tell us, um, you know, how to handle energy companies. Let us make the decision based on, you know, what our communities need. And that, that's, that's sort of the net net of where this is. I don't know where it's going to end. You know, there are a lot of, uh, a lot of the folks that, that the Biden administration is, is, are appointing. Uh, are, are pretty zeroed in on this. Um, you know, he's not had a whole lot of luck in getting federal bank regulators approved. Right, um, right. And so that is interesting to us too. And so I don't know, I don't know where this all lands because we don't really know where all the people are yet. We don't know who they're going to be yet. We don't know who's going to be sitting in what seats yet. Yeah. And, and let's be clear too, uh, Sarah Bloom Raskin on the record is, is basically stating that she, she did not want the financial sector to have any relationship with the fossil fuels industry. I mean, she wanted to, to somehow in her role as being a member of the Board of Governors, and, and I believe, uh, Gordon, that the specific position she would have held had she been approved would have given her very powerful and broad oversight from a regulatory perspective. She would have been the, right, she would have been the director of bank supervision at the Fed, okay. which would have been sort of the over, the super, the super bank regulator for the country. And could have potentially implemented such policies that would have forced your members to stop doing business essentially with oil and gas concerns, which would is crazy. I mean, it's anything but letting the market work. Yeah. And that uh, clearly is not the role or the function of the Fed. It is supposed to be by design an apolitical, separate organization, but. She was quite ideological and didn't even attempt to hide it. It was yeah. Manchin, I think, that came out a couple of days ago and pretty much said, I can't support right. her, and so she withdrew her nomination. That's right. And, and, and in a way, as crazy as this sounds, she was more moderate than uh, the nominee to be the comptroller of the currency, Dr. Amarova, who oh, advocated wow. – 
as an academic to completely remove bank accounts and, and put all the deposits in the country at the Fed and to let the Fed allocate funds to lenders, not banks, but to lenders based on on, on their social preferences, yeah. which is you know, a complete change. I mean, a, a fundamental shift. Uh, and, and so we were glad to see that go away. And we were um, that was that was that was the first time ever the banking industry that any of us can remember actively opposed a presidential appointment for a uh, for a regulatory role because you know if you're if you're the regulated entity and you oppose your regulator oh. before they get confirmed <laughs> you got a you got a lot of risk there you know so um that was a that was dr amarova was challenging oh uh, no doubt we talked about it uh, uh extensively on the program once she was nominated and, and you got access to and, and i guess did a little did a little homework to access her her resume and her history, and she she wrote this paper, I think, uh, called the People's Ledger. And anytime you see the people's right. in it, it it, it kind of has communist com- connotations. And she made uh, really didn't hold back on that. Says, yeah, I, I do think that the government should manage and control uh, bank accounts, individual bank accounts, but more importantly, allocation of capital. I mean, she, that's what she wanted that role right. to be as opposed to uh, a more nuanced and limited regulatory role. But it's disturbing, is it not? And i got to believe your members feel this way, too, that they even make it, people like that with those philosophies, even make yep. it to that level. Because you just wonder, when are the stars yep. going to align when you can't stop it? And the next thing you know, they're in those roles. Gordon, that would have wreaked havoc on your industry. You know it. Well, and it really, what's really frightening about it is it's coming down to three people. You know, it's Joe yeah. Manchin, Kristen Cinema, yeah. and John Tester, and, yeah. and 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 to, and maybe Mark Warner on that one too. So maybe four people, but you know, there, it's such a tight margin in the U.S. Senate right now. And I mean, there are a lot of things that could tip one way or the other, and it's really coming down to a really small group of people that get to be the decision makers, and that's that's frightening. Yeah. And we should also uh, point out, I believe this is true, Gordon, help me out, that as part of the the, uh, the plans for ESG regulation and policy um, with the controller and, and even the SEC, you guys, mm-hmm. your members would have to, like, literally develop a plan and show how they could, uh, they could be resilient and survive massive climate change. Right. That, that's right. And, and our response to that so far has been, look, you know, the banks on the Mississippi Gulf Coast have been banking through hurricanes for, for generations. We know how to do it. The banks in North Mississippi have been banking through tornadoes for generations. We know how to do it. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that's going to mean for community banks, which are mostly our members. You know, my members are local yeah. local banks. And, yeah. and what we've heard from the, in, the acting comptroller of the currency, Michael Sue, has been continuously I'm focused on the big national banks, the banks that are that are globally systemic. I got uh, to you. quote Dodd, you know, term and Dodd Frank. They're not, they're not as focused on this for community banks, but there's always a trickle down, right? And and that yeah. is concerning, but it's it's to be determined. We don't know where it's going to land. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It, it but it it just seems like we're moving, as you pointed out earlier, more towards the political slant rather than the business aspect of things. And, it, and the bottom line is, it costs your members money. That costs us all money. It's the bottom line. It costs everybody. Costs mm-hmm. everybody. Gordon, yep. appreciate you coming on today. Enjoy the discussion, sir, and the insight. And I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. You take care. 
Thank you for the opportunity. You, you do as too. You got it. Middays will come right back from the Element Well Studios. The Dow up 152. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tonight, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, low around 56. Your finally Friday, much of the same rain in the forecast, high near 74. And for your Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Thousands of patients at Mississippi's largest hospital could be forced to pay more out of pocket if an agreement with Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi isn't reached before March 31st deadline. Vice Chancellor of Health Affairs and Dean of School of Medicine at UMMC, Dr. Luann Woodward, explains. We are just asking to be paid 
what not even what academic medical centers in other states are paid we are not shooting for that we are not trying to get to that level we are actually just asking for a large increase because we have been grossly underpaid for years and and you know it is just the moment in time when the contract is due to expire we've actually already extended it once but this is the time when we have to say this is not right for full details log on to supertalk.fm Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. Mississippians pay over $1 billion a year in state income taxes. That's a billion dollars they can't use to buy groceries, school supplies, or pay rent. When it comes to most small businesses, that's a billion dollars they can't use to buy equipment, expand, or offer better pay and benefits. That's why NFIB supports bills to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax and put more money in people's pockets. Visit NFIB.com slash MSTax and tell Jackson it's time to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax. Paid for by the National Federation of Independent Business. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi. And now on Amazon Alexa devices. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. And the sign said, long haired, freaky people need not apply. So I took my hair up under my hat and I went in to ask him why. He said, You look like a fine, upstanding young man. Electrical band. What's so fun? I just love the song. It's a great song. It was about 72, 3, something like that. Uh, yeah, I want to say it was 71 so, for some okay. reason. 71. Yeah, it's 1970. Just looked it up. So we were in the neighborhood, as they say. Uh, it says I, it was I half expected to just play it and then take off my headset and walk out. It's like <laughs> long haired, freaky people. That's me. <laughs> Oh, man. That, of course, uh, related to the story we shared earlier about the Crown Act. <laughs> Pay no attention to all that other stuff. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I just I haven't seen that. My concern always is when every time government enacts these laws, these sort of anti-discrimination laws, like, well, what can you do? Is it going to be easier? 
I think, to list what you can do that's legal with respect to the workplace I'm talking specifically about. And I always get deeply concerned when government keeps inserting itself into the employee handbook. There's this, I think, this perception, I'm going to call it a misconception, primarily on the left, that every single employment disparity, if not every disparity or imbalance in life, is a function of racism. This is nothing new. I know I've beat that horse to death on the show, and I apologize for that. But it just keeps getting more legs, and it keeps finding its way into more aspects of life. Now it's hair. And, I mean, I'm sympathetic. I get it. But you just cannot assume that because someone is passed up, or does not receive an offer, let's say, for a job. That it's always, if they're a minority, that it's always because of their race, or their gender, or their ethnicity, or their hair. You can't do that. What's next? Government tells you, uh, let's see, what kind of clothes you got to wear? It's a serious question, serious concern. If, if a company has, let's say, a, a dictate that you've got to dress in certain attire, maybe it's a uniform, maybe it's a costume, maybe it's their professional attire, whatever the case may be, at, at what point do they start controlling that in the private sector? And what, at what point does that get construed as discrimination? I mean, they, they already do in food work because i mean hair nets beard nets you gotta wear certain things to work in certain places okay that's fair point but that's i think you'd have to also consider the rationale there right it's a safety issue to those you serve but just take where i just went disney Every every cast member's got some uniform, some costume on. That's their deal. That's what they're selling. So they also you, have to have certain physical attributes. Absolutely. If you're going to play Gaston, you got to be able to do push-ups. <laughs> well, because I mean, if anybody comes up and challenges Gaston to a push-up he contest, does he does. He it. does. It. He does it. I've, I've witnessed it. Is that discriminatory? If you can't do push-ups. But you want to play Gaston? Is that discrimination? Well, this is what really would hurt. What if a female says, I want to be Gaston? A male says, I want to be Snow White. Where does it end? Good grief. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, and I, I think that's the concern I have, is that it just, there's just no limit. It's just more government. It's more regulation. It's more requirement. It's more mandate. It's, it's more government attempting to make everybody happy. Think about it. You're, you're not entitled to that. You're not entitled to be happy. You're entitled to pursue it. Period. And that doesn't mean that private companies 
I have to make you happy. I have to guarantee you happiness. No, it doesn't work that way. You have an opportunity. Is it perfect? No. Is it a hell of a lot better than anywhere else? Any other system? Yeah. That's pretty much it. This is earth. It's not heaven. It ain't perfect. Simple as that. I don't know. That just seems to get omitted often in the discussion, but I guess I'm more blown away with the focus again on um, by the Congress on, on things, because it's politically expedient for them to run around and talk about rocking my crown and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like, as they say, we got bigger fish to fry. Speaking of lefties, you've probably seen this, but what about uh, Randy Weingarten? You know who she is, the president of the American Federation of Teachers, the union. You've seen this, huh? She, <laughs> if you hadn't, folks, she tweets yesterday a we hashtag Stand with Ukraine, spelled U-K-R-I-A-N-E. This head of the teachers' union misspelled the nation. Not only that, it included a photo of Miss Weingarten and AFT Executive Vice President Evelyn DeJesus, and they're holding a flag, a Ukraine flag. It's upside down. Now, if she did apologize and remove it, I get it. But you're the head of the teachers' unions. There's you can't misspell words like that. If you, we all do. I do. You do. We all do. Let's face it. At that level, can you get somebody to proofread that for you before it goes out? You would think that. Can you get somebody to check the photo? Did all three of them not? Because you got to believe there's at least three people involved in this, the person taking the photo and the two holding the flag, that you had it upside down. You, you think maybe somebody would get that? Or, I mean, it, you could logically argue that the flag is displayed upside down because when you display a flag upside down, it is a sign of distress. They could have doubled down and gone that route. Wouldn't have taken that much intellectual effort. Well, that's true. Yeah, which we, we've seen that here in this country, right? Where especially folks on the... Well, I've seen folks from all um, political stripes with the flag upside down. You're right. In distress. That's not what was going on here, though. No, because there was another picture that also got deleted of a larger group all holding up these signs that they had made. And when it came out that the signs were printed upside down, they went in and tried to Photoshop it to correct it, re-uploaded it, and then got embarrassed because it looked silly and deleted all of it. Exactly. She did delete this, which means that it, she wasn't trying to make this distress statement. But I agree. She could have perhaps reacted. Oh, I was just trying to show the nation's in distress. That's a good point, Rhino. But that's not what happened. But it, the problem is it wouldn't have worked because right above it was the misspelled hashtag. <laughs> By the way, my favorite T-shirts, Disney's really great about making up all these T-shirts with, you know, greatest day ever. And and uh, if you've got big groups of families, you'll have your 
your role in the family, the daddy, grandma, and so forth. My favorite that I've never seen before that I saw on this trip, hashtag broke with the Mickey's ears. <laughs> oh, man. Seems a bit oxymoronic. <laughs> How broke are you if you could afford Mickey land? I agree. Uh, anyhow, Randy Weidgarten. So, uh, oh, Kevin from Baldwin, what in the world is he talking about? <laughs> no, I don't expect people on the left to be perfect at all times, nor do I expect people on the right to be. But you know what? When the head of the teachers' unions, whose policies I pretty much disagree with down the line, this is a big-time person. She just is. A lot of members in that group. I get it. You're going to make mistakes. But have enough sense about you to have some people review it before you put this stuff out in the world. It's simple as that. And then apologize for it. And just say, look, I blew it. I made a mistake. She kind of did, but it was half-hearted, in my opinion. So... Kevin, once again, you're just grossly overreacting and trying to pigeonhole people. We'll come back with more from the Element Well Studios. We got Senator Daniel Sparks at 12.05. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. 
This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Eileen Bernard of Nutrient Ag explains their new product, Delta Complete. New Delta Complete has EPA-approved drift reduction, volatility reduction, water conditioning, a defoam package, and then also a molybdenum inclusion. Molybdenum is a micronutrient. It's required in all kinds of plants. It has a special relationship with soybean. Molybdenum helps with the initiation and perpetuation of nodules in soybeans, which allows for greater nitrogen uptake. And it has very low use rates. So we were able to add it to our jug without kind of increasing the use rate. And the timing is exactly right. So those early post applications with your dicamba, the plants are really well primed to receive this molybdenum inclusion and drive some agronomic benefit. So how widely available is this product here in this upcoming growing season? You can definitely talk to your local crop consultant. Anywhere dicamba is sold, Delta Complete is going to be a great option for ensuring that compliance and convenience. This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. When you're spraying dicamba, you need it to be effective, but you also need it to be convenient. That's why Loveland Products create a new Delta Complete, available exclusively at Nutrient Ag Solutions. Delta Complete offers both a DRA and VRA, plus water conditioning, a defoam package, and a molybdenum inclusion to aid nitrogen uptake. It's the complete one-jug solution that's completely convenient, too. Ask your Nutrient Ag Solutions crop consultant about new Delta Complete. Always read and follow local guidelines and label requirements. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Each and every year, nations unite to honor the patron saint of Ireland, St. Patrick. But there are other Patricks in our midst and other holidays to celebrate. This year, take a moment to commemorate St. Patrick's Stewart Day. My name is Patrick. I'm English, like the muffins. In six decades, Patrick Stewart has portrayed everyone from Captain Picard to the poop emoji. What's fun about poop? is that he has insight into who and what he is. There's nothing negative about poop. Let's all raise a toast to Sir Patrick Stewart, the patron saint of awesome, who can make even the most boring of subjects sound fascinating. I had never gone into a pizza restaurant before and asked for a slice. I didn't know such a thing existed. I was 22 before I saw pizza. Happy St. Patrick's Stewart Day to all. I say with conviction, what a piece of work is man. <laughs> Top of the morning to ya. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Rhino. Gary in Meridian says, Discrimination against the homely is the main reason Nancy Pelosi encourages mask mandates. Cover as much ugly as possible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, wanted to pivot, as they say, a bit to uh, the tax reform legislation. 
a couple of bills there. It keeps evolving. We've got Senator Daniel Sparks coming on here after the break. And so just brief rundown of kind of what uh, what we have. We, we've got a brand-new House bill, of course, and, uh, and a brand-new Senate bill. Uh, it's probably, I think, accurate to say they're coming a, a bit closer together, but just at the highest level uh, in the House bill, it expands exemptions to 25,000 single, 50,000 married. The old bill that we've been talking about quite a bit that previously passed would have expanded those to 40,000 single, 80,000 married. So less, far less tax savings in this version. However, this version does not increase the general sales tax. It does reduce the grocery tax, but it's more gradually from 7 to 4 cents on the on at the rate of a quarter point a year. 4%, I should say, not 4 cents. So 3% total reduction of the grocery tax, that would occur over a 12-year period uh, based on the, uh, the model. No card tag reduction. That's out. That's been taken out, and that's because there's no increase in the sales tax of 1.5%. Uh, also, the uh, the phase-out of the income tax would occur much uh, slower, uh, 12 to 14 years. It depends on which analysis you look at, as opposed to 10 years. And uh, another thing is that the, the target rev for revenue attainment is higher uh, in order to have any uh, phase-out in a given year. So the, the the bar is somewhat higher in this version of the bill. So it's less tax relief, net. Uh, I know people will be happy because they won't have the increase of the general sales tax, but on a net basis, the relief's far less. If you take what you would average pay on average an additional sales tax, and and then you uh, net that against the reduction of car tags and the greater reduction of income taxes, you're far better off economically, mathematically, from a net tax savings in the prior bill. But the Senate was not on board with that. Senate still, best we know, we'll have Daniel Sparks in here in a minute to talk about it, not on board with the the, the phasing out of the income tax uh, even if it's done gradually like this and, and after certain revenue targets are achieved on an annual basis, not on board. The Senate breakdown is a different deal. The Senate bill that's uh, just been released, it uh, provides less tax relief than the House, it's fair to say. Essentially, it'll, it uh, eliminates the uh, 5% bracket. It doesn't eliminate it totally. Rather, it reduces it by point. Four percent over four years, meaning 0.1 percent each year for four years, to, to a, a total new rate of the top level from five percent to four point six percent. It also eliminates the four percent bracket in total over four years, it, it, consistent with the the original Senate bill. But that starts that that laps on after the initial. A four-year decrease of the five percent bracket sound sounds a little convoluted, but bottom line is the four percent bracket after eight years goes away, and the five percent bracket gets reduced to four point six percent after four years. So you get point four percent relief on the five percent bracket. You get the total elimination of the four percent bracket. That's two hundred dollars a year. That would occur in eight years. Grocery tax goes from seven to five immediately. And the uh, one-time rebate 
that was in the old Senate bill that's still in there. That's $100 to $1,000, depending on your tax liability in the prior year, uh, 21. And um, also a six-month waiver of the state portion of the gas tax. That's 18 cents excise tax per gallon. That's the uh, the crux of the Senate bill. So two uh, different different bills, different approaches to uh, giving some tax relief to Mississippians. We'll break all this down with Senator Sparks after the news from the Element Well Studios. Middays, we'll be right back. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. I'm Lillian Wu. Rescuers combing the wreckage of a theater turned shelter in Ukraine destroyed by Russian airstrikes. This is the U.S. sends 800 million in security aid to Ukraine. Includes stingers, javelins, body armor, small arms. And those killer drones called switchblades. But President Biden still refusing to give President Zelensky the two signature items he wants most. MiG fighter jets and the closure of Ukrainian airspace. Fox's Griff Jenkins reporting one alternative to that. Maybe this S-300 Soviet air missile defense system that we've heard so much about. And because of the invasion of Ukraine, Europe no longer trying to send its first rover to Mars this year. It was to be a partnership with Russia's state space corporation. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As of today, the average price for a gallon of regular in Mississippi is at $3.96. Diesel is at $4.94. The national average is expected to stay north of $4.25 through at least May. Congressman Michael Guest is among many lawmakers calling for Biden to return our country to energy independence. To do so, we must open federal lands to drilling. We must finish the Keystone Pipeline. At first, 
the White House blamed Putin for the higher prices. Now they're claiming market manipulation and gas and oil markets is to blame. Senator Roger Wicker sent a letter to the chair of the FTC demanding the agency provide evidence of collusion or other improper or illegal behavior. He says if Congress is to properly address the crisis and provide relief to Americans, they need to be fully informed about any potential underlying causes. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director at the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency works to help those we serve prepare for today and also plan for the future. One way we do that is through the Mississippi ABLE program. This program provides the opportunity for individuals with disabilities to invest their money in tax-advantaged accounts without the fear of losing public benefits. You can learn more or sign up by visiting MississippiABLE.com. That's MississippiABLE.com. Governor Tate Reeves has issued his first veto of the 2022 session. House Bill 980, which passed both chambers with zero no votes, would have provided an automatic defense to prosecution for any charge that's brought within two years of a federal declassification of a controlled substance. We're less than a month away from the second annual Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival. It'll be held in Leland April 8th and 9th and give listeners a chance to see what writing music entails. Steve Azar is hosting the event. I want this to be as fun and I want people to show up and understand what it's like to sit there and get to know the song from its core. There's nothing better. And the personalities of these guys are all very unique. For ticket information, log on to Mockingbird2022.eventbrite.com. I'm Kelly Bennett. Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit and other monthly programs and events. Visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply. To think deeply. And look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
welcome you back to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Wealth Studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and uh, guarantees. Joining us now in the studio, Senator Daniel Sparks. He represents District 5 in Mississippi, Yatawamba, Prentice, and Tishomingo counties. What I like to refer to is Appalachia up there. It is, it is absolutely beautiful. I have to say that to you every, every time you come on. And it, it's what's so cool, as you know, Senator, about Mississippi is you got that terrain, everything in between, and then the Gulf Coast. We are so blessed to have a state with uh, kind of the variety and the, and the diversity of uh, just our, our, our geographic makeup. It's incredible. We really do. And, and you look at the, um, I think, the literary works, the musical talents that have come out of different areas of the state, culturally as well as geographically, you know, that, that you come in and just this wonderful, wonderful place to live, yeah, I'll tell you. it absolutely is. But uh, appreciate you coming in today. We're uh, getting it down to uh, the final weeks, uh, maybe even days of the session. And it... Uh, it seems like a lot of stuff comes up, culminates, gets dicey, lots of trading back and forth. It, you know, the 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 big thing that happens in, in being a freshman legislator, but being in your third year, you're starting to hopefully uh, see the moving parts. But um, as you get toward this time of the year, you have all your revenue bills. Yeah. So the appropriation bills, every element of government that is funded, uh, they have to work tirelessly to get that together. And uh, the finance side of it as well, uh, being on the revenue side, general bills, so many of those are already passed into the governor at this point. Yeah. This year, that's not been the case. Um, the bills are, are having reverse repealers put in them, which is a term of, I guess, legislation art, basically to say normally the creation of it was to keep a bill alive that needed to be worked on, and we would go to conference uh, on the bill because ultimately both sides have to agree on uh, mirror image language. Yeah. And so you stick a reverse repealer in it, and you go to conference. We have conference week, and, and conferees from the House and the Senate get together and try to hammer out those details and come back with a conference report, which is the final unamendable language, and you pass up or down. And when you've got 30 bills, 40 bills like that, spread out across the committees, uh, you can do that. You've got people that maybe are experts in the field that, that they're going to be a conferee, and they can help the chairman you know, get the language right. Uh, but when you have 200 bills in conference, it is shoving all of your work into a few days. And once again, uh, you know, there's only so much time Briggs Hobson or Josh Harkins mm-hmm. can actually give you uh, as the chairman of finance and appropriations. And then they have other interests, you know, that, that bills are important. And other chairmen have those same challenges. Now, on a good note, we do have a conference report uh, on the teacher pay raise bill and the senate passed that today i'm proud uh that we've done that i I haven't had a chance to check and see if the house passed it rhino checked he says hb 530 that's correct in the house uh, no action yet thank you rhino and they and they very well may come back tomorrow um they're they're usually here on fridays and if they pass that uh it goes to the governor because it is it has reached that final position where uh the chairman and the the members of education in the house and the senate got together and hammered out a, a very good bill in my opinion it is a significant pay raise uh, for educators 
Uh, I know there's a lot of data out there that talks that it's kind of an average of you know forty eight hundred to fifty one hundred dollar raise, and we've got people uh, that I grew up with that are they're teaching that are in their uh, twenty year area or more. And, you know, they're potentially going to see a, a five or $6,000 raise. And the big thing for us is we need those educators to stay. Yeah. Because uh, the people that, uh, that, that went into teaching, you know, 25, 30 years ago were on a 25-year retirement. Uh, schedule they they could retire at twenty five we need those teachers we need that experience we need young teachers, but we need mentors and we need uh, you know we need people that can be i guess financially motivated to stay um, with us three four five six more years so yeah. so i think it's I think it's a good step. I appreciate the leadership on both ends of the hall, and I know the governor has expressed his sincere desire to have a strong teacher pay raise bill, so I think we've delivered that so that's on a positive note but, yeah. Uh, 200 other bills that are in conference. <laughs> <laughs> but the teacher pay raise, uh, I mean, that was one of the early major pieces of legislation out of both houses uh, this session. That's correct. And you are correct. When when I interviewed the governor uh, at the Shelby County Fair, and I asked him point blank, what are your top priorities uh, for the coming session? And, and he said, teacher pay raise, number one. And, and I think, I, I believe everyone should be happy in that regard. Now, we have much other work to do, but, but I do. I believe that was his uh, primary objective, and he mentioned it in his state of the state. So uh, so we've delivered that on our end. I'm sure the House is going to do the same, maybe as early as tomorrow. And uh, maybe the governor can you know sign a bill next week. That that would be, that'd be wonderful. And uh, while I, I certainly appreciate that the ink is barely dry on the Senate version of this, and, and I think you're right, we, we probably will see the House go ahead and knock this out, get it to the governor, I think he'll sign it. The realities of our economy are such that this probably doesn't even keep the teachers on pace with inflation. You know, that the, the inflationary issues right now are, are my biggest concern with all legislation that deals with money. You can talk about a tax reduction, a tax elimination. You can, you know, those issues are important. But right now, inflation at the pump uh, for consumers, just, you know, I drive my car. What about a logger? What about a, a guy who drives a log truck for a living who's now having to pay two and a half times for fuel what he was paying, and he can't price that in? Yeah. As an attorney, I could at least say, well, I'm going to have to go up on my hourly rate. He has no control about stumpage rates. He has no control with the payment at the mill. That is a loss, whatever the profit margin is. And you can get it to be so bad, that log truck sits idle because yeah. they would lose money to run it. That is the number one issue, and what will creep in behind it is going to be interest rate increases because a lot of purchases made by Americans and Mississippians are on credit, and that is going to be less real money to spend because you're having to pay higher interest charges. So it's those two are very concerning with everything we're doing. Yeah, and I, I agree with you in that the, the macroeconomic uh, dynamics and, and what I believe are headwinds should, should be considered yes. uh, by the state in, in all matters that deal with uh, finance. And, and you're absolutely right on that, and 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 so hopefully they're hearing, and and they will uh, take take up on that because it's a it's a bit unpredictable, honestly. It right is, now. and and one of the big things, and I brought this up on the floor today with Chairman Hobson. Uh, let's take the ARPA monies. Just this is a separate issue. We have 1.8 billion dollars of ARPA money, 900 million of which is in an account for the state of Mississippi. The other 900 million will come in May of 22, I believe. There's something people need to understand. First of all, we cannot collect interest on that. The interest that we earn has to be sent back to the federal government. So the money setting idle is not doing us any good. 
And if money is sitting in an account and inflation is going up and you cannot make interest on it, that money buys less product. Yeah. It is so important that we put the ARPA monies out and available this year because we are – there's not but about five or six states left that have not got a plan together. We're going to make a $1.8 billion mistake. And you say, well, Daniel, we've got three more years to obligate that. If inflation runs like it's running, we will buy fewer pipes in the ground. We will fix fewer sewer systems. So we have put together several ARPA bills that I I look for. They're going to conference, but those bills need to go, and they need to go this year. Uh, There's also an issue that the federal delegation is coming up on midterm elections. Mm Mm-hmm. There is chatter in Washington that they're going to throw another plan out there. You're going to see people trying to save their party, whatever you want to do. They're going to claw money back, potentially, that's unused. If Mississippi is sitting down here on $1.8 billion and the federal government says, well, they're not spending it. Forty-one other states have already done it. But what's Mississippi doing? So that's a mistake if we do not get that handled. And if inflation is at 7 8 9 10%, if we wait till next year, we just lost $180 million of buying power, and that's foolish. That, that's, you know, we have to address that. that. That needs to be separate and apart from any other issue because we're feeling the pain of the federal press down of money. We're feeling the inflation. We're going to see the interest rates, and we're not even taking advantage of the money they sent us. Yeah. You know, the debate over whether they should have or should have not sent all this federal money out is behind us. Uh, I personally think they overdid it. They've overheated the economy. They've done several things that are foolish at the federal level. But we have $1.8 billion, and yeah. we have to be a good steward with it. Well, the future value of money uh, aspect is, is certainly something that need, you need to be concerned about. You're absolutely right on that. And it is true. The House did have a bill we talked about on the air a couple of weeks ago that was to be funded. I'm talking about the U.S. House that uh, was more so-called COVID stimulus that was to be funded by clawing back monies that had already been allocated, appropriated. And you guys are making plans on that. And of course, it died. But... You're right. I don't think they're done with the midterms coming up. I agree. I mean, this is a red state, and the the folks that are in trouble are going to spend it where they can spend it to stay in office. I agree. Senator Daniel Sparks is our guest on Middays in the Element Well Studios. We'll take a break here and come back with the senator. we got more to talk about. Mississippians pay over $1 billion a year in state income taxes. That's a billion dollars they can't use to buy groceries, school supplies, or pay rent. When it comes to most small businesses, that's a billion dollars they can't use to buy equipment, expand, or offer better pay and benefits. That's why NFIB supports bills to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax and put more money in people's pockets. Visit NFIB.com slash MSTax and tell Jackson it's time to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax. Paid for by the National Federation of Independent Business. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina. Music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night. Well, the great Marty Robbins. Wicked and evil. Bumping us into this segment. Appreciate that, Rhino. You were tuned in to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. We've got Senator Daniel Sparks. He's our guest today. So. All right, so the teacher pay raise deal, uh, it, and, and that kind of led us to the. It looks like that's probably going to pass the house. I would think. I mean, it's I it's so, yeah. it's it's been batted ping pong back and forth to where I think everybody's happy with it. But this uh, one point eight billion dollars of ARPA money, and let's be honest, that uh, you folks down at the legislature, you didn't see that coming. That you were going to have this big helicopter money, as I like to call it, showered upon you that uh, you had to disperse and allocate and appropriate, uh, there are some parameters, some constraints on it at the state level, uh, as there are uh, pots of money that went to uh, municipalities and counties less restricted at that level. Yes. Uh, but, a, but a lot of money just showered upon these United States 
that really hasn't even seen the light of day yet. You're just uh, getting it appropriated. And, and here's the thing. We, we really have 40-some-odd other states who are ahead of us. And let's talk about if Tennessee, Alabama, Louisiana, and Arkansas get their programs going, there are only so many engineers out there. Yeah. There are only so many feet of PVC pipe. So we're going to have natural inflation that we're experiencing right now. Well, I call it natural forced inflation, uh, the natural result of pressing down too much money. But you're going to have ultra-competitive markets to build these things or to do these jobs, and we have a time limitation. It's four years to obligate, six years to spend. So that's why I say we're already behind, and we don't get to act for nine more months if we don't get this done. And I'll be honest, I, I certainly don't have any insight with what the governor might or might not do, but he is a very fiscally sound person. Yeah. And if he saw that we were going to risk throwing away $1.8 billion, I think he would call us into a special. He should, and probably lecture us for yeah. not getting it done. You know, it's frustrating. If you, you, I think you pick up on that for me. As we look at what is going on with this money, what we did on the Senate side, and I'm proud to hear the proposals from, from the other side, get into conference, get these things worked out, but $350 million we were going to put into rural water. That, that rural water could apply for those monies. $350 million we were going to put into counties and cities for their water and sewer needs. Hmm. And then an, another $50 million for small municipalities. I'll give you a quick example. Town of Marietta went out and got a grant. Town of Marietta is a very small town in Prentice County. Mm-hmm. They had sewer work needed to be done. Got a 250 some dollars grant. They did their work. They were good stewards. They did the work. When they let that job out for bid, it was $140,000 higher than the amount of grant they received. This is how we help them. This is how we fill that gap because that's a service that that town has to operate. That's what we see all over our state. So we put $750 million toward that. We put several million dollars toward mental health. We put several million dollars toward child protective services, several million dollars toward MDOC, things that we have been deficient in over the years to get us up to speed. And those are good uses. IHL getting a large sum of money in this for, again, water, sewer. There are limitations. What happened with our counties and cities, too, and I want to be fair. I want to hear from MML. I want to hear from the supervisors. They honestly should be sitting in the gallery looking at us saying, why have you not appropriated this? Because it's impacting them on the ground because that's what this money was intended to do. Mm-hmm. So with that situation, we look at it and we're just like, we got to get that done. Now, everybody may be you know, above my pay grade. I'm not the chairman. <laughs> uh, but I know Chairman Hobson has worked extremely hard to try to put this together. Uh, the lieutenant governor and Chairman Hobson uh, appointed a subcommittee chaired by Chairman Polk. They had hearings. They brought people in, said, what are your needs? What will qualify? And we zigzagged this state telling our local officials, please don't uh, waste your ARPA monies. Please don't spend your ARPA money on patronage. Hold it. We're going to help match your money. We're going to make the $900 million that went to the cities and counties, we're going to make that stronger because we're going to put programs together, and we're not doing it. And every day that money has less real buying power because yeah. of inflation. So Totally agree. And in fairness to the lieutenant governor, that that was his message from the get-go. Yes. It, it was, and he was he – was, um, speaking and communicating regularly with the counties and municipalities with that exact message. So, uh, you know, we should just let that be known that yes, that, that was his position from day one, and uh, it. So it's worth getting that out there. All right, let's 
Let's talk about uh, our favorite subject of tax reform here in the state of Mississippi. Before you came on, uh, I did a a rather rapid uh, analysis and overview, if you will, of of both bills. And and I apologize to the audience. Taxes, as you know, Senator, uh, unless that's kind of your thing, your eyes get glazed. And honestly... That's fine. You People shouldn't have to worry about all that. We, and I mean we, America, we've made it so dang complicated. Uh, you and I both come from the similar backgrounds there. You're well aware of the thousands, uh, I think 32,000 pages of IRS code, uh, which is what uh, is used to codify the laws, of course. But good grief, you could, you could spend your educational career, as I did, in the stacks there, going through all that stuff. That's right. Uh, it's amazing, and it's so convoluted and complicated. we got to pay people to do all that stuff. A lot of people do, at least. The state of Mississippi is not nearly as complex as the federal. I don't mean to imply that. But it's complicated enough for, for people that don't pay attention to that. we got two different approaches between the Senate and the House bill. The, the Probably the major distinction that I think is at the heart of, uh, let's just call it the, the the lack of consensus. I won't call it a conflict. I'll call it the lack of consensus. Is that the House is uh, really aspires to phase out the income tax over a period of time. The Senate really doesn't. The Senate seeks to, to reduce income taxes, but not phase it out. That seems to me to be evolving into the key sticking point between the two chambers. I think it's fair to say that that's kind of how it's framed, and and I I would go a couple of steps further than that and say um, the the House position, as stated by leadership, is we want to eliminate the income tax without the need of any further legislative action. That's their position. I have no problem with that position. I don't particularly think that this is the time to do that in the environment that we're talking about to say we've got a plan that will do it and do it all, and we'll never have to look at it again. And I think that's concerning. The Senate plan takes us lower into the threshold. It makes us competitive with the states around us. And ultimately, the version that came out the other day, and in the over the eight-year period, and I heard you explaining the 4% goes away in the in the latter four years, yeah. and five goes to 4.6. What we would have is 4.6 flat state tax rate at the end of the eight years. Ultimately, yeah. That's, and and so, so I think that does simplify. On all code. income, taxable income, over $10,000. That's, that's, well, that's correct. Uh, if we eliminate the three's already gone, correct, the four will be five. gone. It's but, five and five. But you also have the six thousand exemption that exists. Well, uh, taxable income six thousand yeah. exemption would come out before taxable income. Right, but but then you would you would basically have sixteen thousand. Yeah, I understand. That, that, and we're, yeah. we're agreeing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just but, and yeah, that yes. which is subject to tax would be taxed at four point six. That's right, and that would put us. I want to say I think ninth, uh, maybe. Around I think the, that's the, right of those who have a tax. I realize yeah. there's about seven. I think that don't have a tax. Yeah. Uh, the grocery tax obviously is trying to give relief for where people are buying groceries. We go from seven to five. The house is doing seven to four. They're doing it in quarter point increments. We're just going to go seven to five in year one. Year one. Uh, we obviously have uh, the rebate, uh, which is something. You and I have discussed, yep. but but that's a proposal. And then the uh, discussion about the state portion of the gasoline tax for the six month period, again in hypersensitive times of of inflation with gas. I, you know that's obviously why the focus is there to offer some relief. But both plans reduce revenue, 
And I think you'll eventually see some numbers come out from elbow. Fiscal notes have to be on these type of bills. And you need to look at how much revenue is reduced, how much revenue do you think you can reduce. We just passed a 240-some-odd million teacher pay raise. But uh, and I want to say something in defense of DOR, the Department of Revenue, and LBO, which is Legislative Budget Office. They give you numbers or they analyze the scenarios you give them. They're not given policy positions. That's not their job, particularly elbow. If I go in and give them some crazy scenario, they're going to run those numbers and bring them back to me. That's so, right. uh, But then it's our job to look at the numbers. The concern I have as we go forward looking at what the House did, they dropped their uh, exemptions from uh, 40 and 80 to 25 and 50. Uh, they're plugging in the standard deduction there as well. But they still have an inflationary a trigger which is broken. I don't understand how this trigger is not understood. I got you. It says the lesser of 1.6. That means it could be less. The problem is inflation exceeds 1.6 right now. Yeah. The 20-year running average exceeds 1.6. So while I like a lot of what they did and they, they put a cap on the reduction annually to not have an outlier, the concern is this trigger is not a functional proper trigger. It is not indexed. One of the great things President Reagan did in 1981, he took top rates (laughs) down. We are taking top rates down, and they are not indexing the The trigger. trigger. And and he indexed the brackets. made a huge difference. Yeah. I'm still concerned about achieving those revenue targets, given the dynamics. But appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Always good to be with you. Yes, sir. We'll be right back on Midday. Stay with us. Great service before, during, and after the sale. That's what sets Ken and Neeson of Jackson apart. This is Dave Logan. Our service department is open six days a week and no appointment is needed. Canon Nissan Service Department can help you with tires, alignment, and oil changes. Canon Nissan works on Nissans as well as all makes and models. And there are two master technicians ready to help you with all your service needs. Plus the friendly and professional service you've come to expect from Canon Nissan of Jackson. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young's HP A4 for your business's managed print services and supplies. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. R.J. Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. Love, it's not the problem, right, guys? It's shopping for that diamond. How do I know I'm not getting ripped off? I just want my money's worth. Give us just 10 minutes at Jennifer Jewelry Company, and you'll have the knowledge and confidence you need to buy her the most beautiful diamond. And if she doesn't say, wow, this is the most beautiful diamond I've ever seen, bring it back for a full refund. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein, and we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the selection of diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. You see, the world's finest diamond cutters come to us, so there's no one else between you and your diamond. We guarantee the best price in the state. Here's our promise. Give her a Juniker's diamond, and you'll not only get your money's worth, you'll also get wow. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com. Juniker Jewelry, because love can't wait. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs 
and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As of today, the average price for a gallon of regular in Mississippi is at $3.96. Diesel is at $4.94. The national average is expected to stay north of $4.25 through at least May. Congressman Michael Guest is among many lawmakers calling for Biden to return our country to energy independence. To do so, we must open federal lands to drilling. We must finish the Keystone Pipeline. At first, the White House blamed Putin for the higher prices. Now they're claiming market manipulation and gas and oil markets is to blame. Senator Roger Wicker sent a letter to the chair of the FTC demanding the agency provide evidence of collusion or other improper or illegal behavior. He says if Congress is to properly address the crisis and provide relief to Americans, they need to be fully informed about any potential underlying causes. I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Yeah! Rock and roll at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos and win your share of $75,000 this March. Every Friday and Saturday, we're giving away $1,100 in bonus bet every hour from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky winners will each receive $2,500 cash. Only at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos, Pearl River Resort Properties. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, the Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. How do you say that? Blood of what? The blood of Cuculane. <laughs> we are back on middays. We uh, very much appreciate you joining us here on the program. We're in the Element Well Studios. 
I appreciate uh, Senator Sparks for coming in. Look, this this tax legislation, uh, you know, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I, I just felt like it's evolving to a level of um, debate and contest equivalent to the old medical marijuana bill, which seems like forever ago now. Though the cities are busy trying to figure out what they're going to do on that. Just an update. My knowledge, four cities, I believe, have opted out. You Officially, know yeah. yeah. I think there are a handful of others around the Magnolia State that are considering it. But uh, they've got about a, another 45 days to figure it out. Total of 90 yeah. from when the bill they're was about enacted. Halfway through, a little over halfway through, actually. So probably less than 45. I've yet to hear of any counties opting out. How about you? Yeah, I haven't heard of any counties. No counties yet. So, and, and there are uh, organizations working to get the required signatures to put it on the ballot to override municipalities. The America, uh, the uh, Mississippi Cannabis Industry Association, or I think is, I may have the acronym wrong. I've seen four different oh. groups trying to do it. So okay, yeah, multiple on social media getting I got getting stuff going. The requirement there is the lesser of. Is it twenty percent of the population or fifteen hundred, whichever's less? That gets you. Uh, that's required to get the petition to the governing body. It would be supervisors in county, right? And cities have various forms of government, but mayor, aldermen, and women, etc., councils, and they, by law, would be then compelled to conduct a special election, right, to vote. I don't remember if the wording is it requires a special election or it has to be placed on the next ballot, but I, I do know they have to act on the uh, petition. Okay. For some reason, I, I think it required a special election. It could be. I'm just not and I, I could mind. be wrong, too. I freely admit that. I haven't looked at it in a while. And I say that because I think timing is considered to be of the essence as, as opposed to waiting. But, but nonetheless... Uh, that has to happen if the sufficient number of signatures are gathered, 1,500 uh, or 20% of the population of that, that jurisdiction, whichever is less, is the way it reads. With respect to the tax reform deal, wow, it uh, you know it's just two different approaches coming out of the House and, and the Senate, and, and again, the, the House is is uh, really focused on permanent elimination of the income tax is uh, is the goal. And it has been uh, from day one. It, there's always been a question of, okay, how do you cover the hole that would leave in the revenue pot, uh, income taxes being obviously a major source of, of revenue, and sales taxes being the other major source and, and so that's a question. Where do we get that money from? The, the theory and the logic is if folks have more money in their pocket from not paying income taxes, they would spend that money, a good bit of it, uh, and that would produce sales taxes because of the tax levied on that. That's assuming they spend it on that which is subject to sales tax because you got to keep in mind if they – increase their grocery bill, for example, they're paying less taxes on that 
as they would have prior, but it's but it's more spending taxed at a lower rate. And then, of course, you've got the reduction in tax left behind in the wake of reduction of the grocery tax. So it's a lot of different math that has to come together to make all those models work. The Senate, on the other hand, seeks to reduce income taxes, but not fully eliminate them, but just reduce the rate. That's that's the that's the goal. That's the approach they have employed. That actually is consistent for what it's worth with a number of other states that have uh, similar efforts underway right now to adjust their uh, their income taxes. Uh, lots of uh, states do. And most of those, in, in a quick review, appear to be uh, designed such that the tax rate is reduced, similar to the Senate bill, for what that's worth. Colorado, for example, it would cut their income tax rate to 4.4%. It's currently 4.55%. Uh, Georgia, they've recently approved a bill that would cut their rate to 525 down from 575, uh, and it goes on and on. Idaho, Idaho actually has a fairly high tax uh, rate, 6%. It would go to 6% from 6.5, excuse me. But that's on a top bracket. They've got a couple of lower brackets below that. Anyhow, you see the gist, uh, the idea, though. Indiana would go to 2.9 from 3.23. Iowa just recently signed. Remember, the governor delivered the rebuttal to the State of the Union address, and she talked about that this recently occurred where they um, signed off on reducing the income tax in the state of Iowa, a flat tax of 3.9% in 2026. That's down from graduated rates to go up to 8.5%. Wow. So in Mississippi, in this article I'm, I'm looking at, is listed as well. Missouri, Nebraska, New York, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Utah, all have some efforts underway, most of which come in the form of reducing the tax rate as opposed to increasing the personal exemption, which is how the, the House phases it out. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a blend if it makes sense, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing more of a reduction on the 5% rate, get something done there after eliminating the 4% rate, which is uh, incorporated in the Senate bill. Unfortunately, the 5% only goes to 4.6. I'd like to find some way to get it down to 4 as an example. Just have one big 4% flat tax on all taxable income over 10000 bucks. Um, which, which would be, I think, a winner. Perhaps there's the notion of including a repealer in the House bill, which phases out the income tax over time. That You know, look at it again. If it's going better than you think, not going as good as you think, get back together at repeal time and pass another bill to maybe accelerate it, maybe slow it down, maybe adjust the methodology. That's what... The repealer can be a, a valuable tool, I think. That's why you typically do that. That's better than doing nothing, in in my view. And that's that's my concern, is that we're not going to be able to achieve some consensus and get some meaningful tax reform uh, into the pockets of the taxpayers of the great state of Mississippi. So let's, 
Let's hope we can we can do that. Uh, Jerry in Waynesboro. Oh, I'm sorry. He he uh, he sent something in. I shouldn't say I'm sorry, but uh, I thought maybe he was asking about taxes. Yeah, Ukraine legalizes crypto sector as digital currency donations continue to pour in. Yeah, seeing that. There's also a move in our government to regulate crypto. Probably seen that, and also to form this is this has really got a lot of people concerned. A digital currency, essentially the goal being to phase out cash money, physical cash money. Eventually, that's the goal. A lot of people object to that because they believe it would give the government more insight, um, since the currency itself would be tracked. Although. I think, let's be honest, most of your transactions are, for most people in in this country, I mean, this is not... Well, the way I've seen it broken down is they would use the digital currency for transfers and transactions between banks, much like the discontinued usage of the, what, $500,000, $10,000, $50,000 bills that they used to have that they would use to transfer large sums between banks... Where it, you, you, they never went into circulation, but they yeah. were used by the banking industry. Yeah. Uh, I, I, all I'm saying, I guess, is that if you think about how digitized your banking account, your bank accounts are, they're highly digitized. Now, it's still true in this country that there are a lot of people that don't have bank accounts. They're not banked, is the term used. Um, but I think that, well, I don't, I don't think, I know, the vast majority of, of Americans do have bank accounts. And uh, with commercial banks, and those transactions are all digitized. Most of what most people um, most people receive their pay and their other forms of income in a digital form, and then they they spend and they transact digitally. Certainly, that's gotten way more popular and way more widespread and common than it was uh, in the early days of the internet it wasn't too long ago people were afraid to put their credit card number in anywhere so that's changed quite a bit i think for the better it's time for a break here on middays from the element well studios we'll come back with the final segment please stay with us From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tonight, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, low around 56. Your finally Friday, much of the same rain in the forecast, high near 74. And for your Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Get the most out of your tax refund with a new set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center, Jackson's proudest community sponsor with four convenient locations to serve you. Along with our great prices, your new Kenda tires come with a kind of protection you can't find anywhere else, like free road hazard, free flat repair, free tire rotations and balancing, free inspections, and more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com. 
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Cedar. Plus Bad Flower. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. You going into the parade? I wouldn't be. I, you know what? I'll stay in the back garden with me dog. I think it's the greatest load of pumps and wumps. All the Americans are over here. Oh my God, I love this. I love Ireland. 
I hate it. While in the merry month of May, not from me home, I started, left the girls at Schumann, nearly broken, I'd saluted father dear. Kiss me, darling, mother, drank a pint of beer, me grief and tears, I smothered enough to reap the corn, leave where I was born, caught a stout black tar to banish ghosts and goblins, brand new pair of brooks to rat the love of the bugs, frighten all the dogs on the rocky road to Dublin, one to three for five. Hunt the hare and turn her down the rocky road and all the way to Dublin, Mike Falali. <laughs> In Mullingar, the blight arrested him so weary. Started by daylight this morning bright and nearly took a drop of the pure. Keep me heart from sinking, that's the paddy's cure. When Aries up for drinking to see the lassie smile, laughing all the Well, way. there you go. Here on St. Paddy's Day. Now, uh, that, uh, that singer there, that vocalist, I'd say that's pretty good Irish accent there. Huh? Oh, yeah, he's, he's full blown Irish. <laughs> Oh, gosh. The state, Kirk from Columbus says, could use some of the ARPA money as a bonus to essential workers during the pandemic. The city of Columbus City Council just approved the same. Each employee is receiving a total of a $3,000 bonus. Uh, And certainly that is one of the approved uses uh, for ARPA funds. Uh, We'll see. There are many organizations that uh, have come out and such as the Economic Policy Institute and they are recommending that such funds, these premium pay or frontline workers um, should be reimbursed or should be bonused I should say because in their view most of those workers were disproportionately black and brown workers and women and they're calling for these bonuses because of that, to achieve this racial and gender equity deal that would address long-standing inequities, they say. Hmm. Bo and Indianola personal checks are almost out of circulation other than payroll checks. Yeah, I would say, Bo, I don't know of hardly anybody that still produces hard copy physical payroll checks. I I. I would be shocked to know that anybody does because all the popular payroll systems that are in use today all have direct deposit capability. That's probably been around, gee, I don't know, 35, 40 years now, the direct deposit system. And I, and I think I know a lot of employers, we certainly did, we didn't give you a choice. You had to have direct deposit. We weren't going to spend the money. We didn't have any way, frankly, to produce physical payroll checks. Our our pay here is uh, direct deposit. It's electronic. So I don't know that there are too many left. But I do think, yeah, personal checks have kind of, uh, in payment for goods and services, to a great extent, it, it, on a retail transaction basis, have kind of been replaced by debit cards. I think it's, it's fair to say. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, think about it, I, I prefer it. It's way more convenient. It's easy to track, and it, and the merchant likes it because they don't have to concern themselves with cash and making change, and you don't have the the much risk of, of theft. Uh, you don't have bad checks. You know, it wasn't too long ago you go into a lot of retailers and you'd see all the bad checks posted all over the walls and the lists of them, and you would invest a lot of time and money chasing deadbeats that wrote bad checks. Because you couldn't check back then. You couldn't verify that they had sufficient funds to cover the check. But, now I mean, they've had the technology to instantly 
use your check like a debit card for better part of two decades. That's right. Where they just take your check, you fill it out like you normally would writing a check, but then they put it through the machine, it scans the numbers at the bottom, yeah, bills your account for the amount. But we should point out, digital currency, what that really means is, is that um, it's still the dollar, it's still denominated dollar, but rather than being uh, physical that you're accustomed to, that we're all accustomed to, coins and bills and so forth, it would be to- the assumption is everybody has some way to access digital systems, and it would be a digital replacement for that. Interesting. But anyhow, the big effort underway, the president signed off on it uh, last week. I pay my water, garbage, and car tags with checks. Okay, that's fair enough. That's on the ceasefire tax line. Um, I don't, uh, let's see. You know, uh, one of the things I have to say, I do pay my water garbage and car tags with checks as well, and this is why, because in the state of Mississippi, this is something I've been crusading to change for quite some time. Public sector entities are not allowed to absorb the fees imposed on them by credit card companies, and therefore there's a surcharge for paying with credit card or debit card that's added on to uh, the the, the uh, payments you make, the bills that you pay from public sector entities. We should tear down that law. We would need, this is a problem, though, for a lot of people. It means we need fewer people working in government to process all those manual hard copy payments. Go down to your tax collector's office at the end of January. It's unbelievable the gazillions of envelopes they have. We are out of time here on the show today, but we will be back. Uh, you back tomorrow? You off? I'm off tomorrow. I thought you were off tomorrow. Yep, so Will East will be filling in. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.